Hello and welcome to the Five Slot Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael Slim Shady Serrano. I am Senior Seaman, the Cinnamon Demon. <laughs> and I am RJ. <laughs> RJ. Yes. You made a mix. Well, That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, you made you took topic. songs, <laughs> took five of them, yeah, put them together. Put them together. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. That's how babies are made. <laughs> Tell us the name of this said mix. So this mix this week is Michigan inspired hip hop. Uh, influenced, influenced. Oh. Sorry, oh. Michigan influenced hip hop. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I just put I. I. <laughs> influenced. <laughs> Uh, so what made you take this dive? Uh, I am a Slim Shady, and I stood up. <laughs> so I, I knew I You're want... not the real Slim Shady, though. <laughs> Do you want me to stand up? Do you think that there's no. an Asian Slim Shady? <laughs> there is. There is somewhere. Slim Shady. Literally just back from like that time era, like early 2000s, yeah. with like the baggy... Sweatpants or whatever he wore. <laughs> what was that guy? There was a guy on like uh, one of those freestyle shows or like Wild and Out or something. Hmm. Uh, he had a, uh, he had a cool like, you know how like Asian rappers have very unique Asian names yeah. like um, Dumbfounded, mm-hmm. like and uh, she's not a rapper but Aquafina. Yeah, it's like she goes by Aquafina. She's Nobody a rapper. Questions it. Is she? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, she was a rapper before she was an actress. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do they have cool names like that? Mm-hmm. What's yours, RJ? Randy. <laughs> but spelled really crazy like. No, I'm just R A N D Y. Spelled with a W. <laughs> with some dollar signs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the N's backwards. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, were you just well, in I the kn- mood? We kind of were hopping around a little bit, then I was like, well, I'm going to do one from like Detroit, because I was like, I enjoyed Detroit, so that was my main premise mm-hmm. of it. So I started going through some of the Detroit ones. I was like, all right, what else do I got? Then I started going through Flint, Michigan. I was like, all right, that expands it now to Michigan versus just solely Detroit. And then uh, I kind of just got a whole bunch of artists, put them together, listened to them, and kind of picked out of that. Now, was it Detroit just to listen to Eminem? Yeah, he was the main purpose of this guy. <laughs> All, right. All right. Not Kid Rock, surprisingly. No, no Kid Rock. <laughs> Very disappointed. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Devin, what was your thought process going into this mix? Have you um, heard everyone on it? So I've heard, I mean, obviously I've heard the first one. <laughs> um, second one have heard before familiar with him the other three it's like kind of a mix like the set or the third one never heard yeah fourth heard the name mm-hmm. and fifth was like you know it's like the main artist never heard of and then like the features like same thing for number four like i've heard some of the features and whatnot but uh yeah just hearing the name i was like fuck <laughs> i don't want i don't, don't want to do this yeah and then um yeah, looking at the songs, I was like, okay, I'm curious now. Yeah. Because there's and there's one on there that it's like I don't associate with Michigan or Detroit, but mm. like he's he's fucking from Detroit. And yeah. I just always forget that. Yeah. You know? What's funny is I, I feel like I don't know, you may disagree with me, Devin. I feel like 
when I did my Atlanta mix, right, there's like a lot of sounds coming from Atlanta that I was trying mm-hmm. to like put together. I think RJ just like hit like this is what Michigan hip hop sounds like. And yeah. I don't know what to call it because yeah. all of these songs kind of flow together properly. Mm-hmm. Like they really work well together as like a unit. I've got some thoughts. <laughs> okay. got lots of thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um so when we're doing the you know the favorite artist favorite song yeah. blah blah blah. I forgot the order of it. So favorite song Favorite mm-hmm. artist, least favorite song. That's right. Okay. So, okay. RJ. I just want to make sure I had the right order. RJ, what do you think my favorite song, favorite artist, and least favorite song is? Uh, for you, Mike, or Devin? For me. I said me. Yeah, that's Mike. Because <laughs> you can see me, yeah. and my lips aren't moving, and you're hearing, you're hearing a voice. Can we take a take two? That's when it's Mike. Right, so, you're Devin. Yeah, when you're looking at me and see my mouth is moving, Your mouth this is, is me. This is Devin. Check, check, check. Yeah. Now, Mike, you talk. <laughs> I know Devin's see, that wasn't normally me. a ventriloquist. Yes, I know that. that wasn't me. I know he could throw his voice into the other room if he wants to. All right. See, I'm just using my hand as a puppet every yeah, time you talk like just to I confuse him. Like <laughs> his hand's laughing. All right, so Mike, I said your favorite song was number five. Your favorite artist is Eminem. <laughs> and then your least favorite is uh, number four, The Slum Village. Okay. Okay, so we got five one four for me. Five, I don't one, know why four. I picked one there before, but I put some thought into this on my lunch today. Okay, I yep. think it was going to surprise me with number one. That's why I said number one. Oh, you think? Okay, five one four, Devin, or what? What do you think Devin's is? Yeah. Okay, Devin. I said four. You can read me like a book. Favorite song four. Artist two. Least favorite one. Okay. Oh, interesting. Four, wait, okay. four two one. Four two one. Four two one. Did you write that down? I don't remember this. Okay. And yeah. you said mine was 514? Yeah. Yes. All right. 514. Okay, you got that written down? I have it in my notes. All All right. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Interesting. Let's get into Michigan influenced hip hop. I got- almost feel like we should go through this backwards, but it's <laughs> just going to fuck everything up. Uh, track number one we've got Infinite. By Eminem, off of, I'm gonna say the album Infinite, even though the album isn't on Spotify. That is the album. Yeah, it's his EP. Uh, it's track. So it is an EP. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's track number one off that EP, coming at four minutes and eleven seconds. Marshall Bruce Mathers the third, known professionally as Eminem, is an American rapper, songwriter, and record producer. Eminem is among the best-selling music artists. Of all time, with estimated worldwide sales of more than 220 million records, he is credited with popularizing hip-hop in middle America and is critically acclaimed as one of the greatest rappers of all time. See, I'd never heard of this guy before. (laughs) So I was really confused as to why he was on. (laughs) You know, when you look up the goats of hip-hop, he's always there, Devin. Um, I mean, you look up at every list, and he's there. I mean, I don't know about that, <laughs> you know, because they're taking into consideration like record sales, uh, culture, uh, longevity, like all contributions that. to the music scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't, I don't think you should be on those lists, but you know, whatever. You gotta, yeah, you he's on there. 50 Cent's on there on all of them. <laughs> Ludacris is on there. All of Gross. Randy's boys are on there. Randy. <laughs> uh, Eminem's global success and acclaimed works are widely regarded as having broken racial barriers for the acceptance of white rappers and popular music. Hell yeah. <laughs> Finally. The white man has been kept down for so many years. Uh, while much of his transgressive work during the early 2000s made him hugely controversial, he came to be a representation of popular angst of the American underclass. He has been influential for many artists of various genres after his debut album Infinite in 1996 and the EP Slim Shady EP in 97, Eminem signed with Dr. Dre's Aftermath Entertainment and subsequently achieved mainstream popularity in 1999 with the Slim Shady LP. His next two releases, Marshall Mathers LP and the Eminem Show, were worldwide successes and were both nominated for the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. After the release of his next album, Encore, the music industry four years later with the release of Relapse and Recovery, was released the following year. Blah, 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 blah. Um, he was the best-selling music artist in the United States of the 2000s. Best-selling, mu- best-selling male music artist of the United States of the 2010s. Wait. And third overall. More than Hoobastank? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I believe these stats. Billboard named him the artist of the decade from 2000 to 2009. Uh, so infinite this is his debut studio album was released uh, november 12 1996 through web entertainment Uh, physical copies of infinite were released on cassette and vinyl and eminem sold the copies from the trunk of his car in detroit it is not officially available on any online music store and only the title track infinite has been made available on spotify uh, November 17th, 2016, five days after the 20th anniversary of the album, Eminem posted a remix of the title track that was remastered by and made by the Bass Brothers. Yes. It's the Bass Brothers. Or fishing team. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I had never heard this song before. And listening to the song, all I want to do is listen to this mix. or this ep because it doesn't sound like anything i've ever heard from eminem Mm. i as soon as it started playing i was like where the fuck did this guy go (laughs) (laughs) okay so what's your relationship with eminem in general everything post like i i like you like so you had it and like you had the albums and you're like these are amazing or you just had them. I remember like, how that, do you feel about them looking back on them now? Like, are you still a fan of those albums now? So I remember distinctly having the slim shady LP and the Marshall Mathers LP. I did not have the Eminem show or anything after that. Okay. Um, I remember when, uh, the movie came out was eight mile, right? That was like mm-hmm. a big yeah, deal. That's his movie. I've seen it once. I couldn't stand the song. And I was basically, like, not listening to much hip-hop at all after 2002. Yeah. Um, But I remember those two albums I liked because they were provocative, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
because I'm pretty sure Marshall Mathers LP has just like there's like a skit where someone's getting their dick sucked. It's like stuff like that. Hell that, yeah. And then like him as a character, like MTV and VH1 were huge during that time. Yeah. And so like you couldn't get away from like his antics. And then I remember years later, the only thing that I liked from him was that he was at like the MTV Awards or something. And do you remember Sasha Baron Cohen did that skit as Borat? Where like he came down from wires from the ceiling. Yeah, I remember. And his he's wearing the Borat uh, swimsuit and (laughs) his balls are in Eminem's face. It's one of the funniest things ever. And it's all staged, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And Eminem is, like, pretending to be mad and pissed off. But, like, the fact that he went along with, like, getting Sasha Baron Cohen's balls straight up in his face. Yeah. Like, they're 69ing with him, Sasha Baron Cohen, in the air on wires, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and like, I remember that being like, oh, this dude's fucking cool. But that was, like, <laughs> years later. Yeah. But now when I listen to his stuff, I can't stand it. And then I heard this song, and I was like, fuck, I would listen to all of this if this mm. was Eminem. Okay. Yeah. So would you listen to any of his other albums right now? Or, like, does it all of it? Is it just the hits that bother you? Or is it, like, the entire idea of Eminem that would bother you to this day? It's or right well, now. It's, for me, with hip-hop, it, the voice is so particular. Mm-hmm. And I just can't stand his okay. uh rhythm with his voice <laughs> it's it's like me with corn like i used to love corn and i could say like back in the day i legit corn was probably my favorite band yeah and looking back on it i'm like i like i definitely don't like their new stuff i don't want to <laughs> listen to any of the stuff that i used to listen to it's like i grew out of it does corn have new stuff I think so. I know they have newer stuff right. that I haven't heard, but I don't know if they have like new new stuff. I think it might have been like the issues time, but favorite album. Jonathan Davis came out with that microphone with the lady on it with the boobies. Yes. What do you think his microphone looks like nowadays? Oh, do you think it, one? It has a mask. Two. He's getting pretty old too. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's probably just like a microphone stand that he's using as like a walker too. He can just sit. Yeah. Yeah, just the mic and the chair in one. Yeah, Eminem for me might be that only artist because I get really lucky. Because like when everyone started listening to like Corn and Limp Bizkit and Disturbed and like started going down that road, Hoopastank. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, starts with an S? Seether. No, well, there's that. <laughs> Seven dust. <laughs> Let's do this. I got so many of them. <laughs> Sublime. <laughs> yeah. I just got really lucky that like there's like a brief period, and it's only because Eminem was hip hop that I think that's why it like crossed over. There's like a brief opening where something could have happened, and then I was straight into the Ramones, the Clash, like all of that. Mm-hmm. I just went backwards with everything. Yeah. So, like, I think Eminem might be that only person that, like, I legitimately enjoyed him when I was younger. That, like, I know it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I remember we talked about this before, and you, like, had grown up listening to, like, older stuff. Yeah. Mostly. You know, that is timeless, basically. Yeah. So, you never had like, really a phase of music that you're, like, embarrassed, not embarrassed to listen to, but it's like, oh, I don't know how I listened to that before. Like, me yeah. with Ska. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't even go deep. Like, I kept Surface Layer 
not surface layer for emo. I don't know how to explain it, but there's for sure screamo bands that like you should not think that they're cool today you know hawthorne heights <laughs> yeah like yeah. i just never got into any of those yeah. either like i don't know what it was because i even consider like what is it silverstein like mm, i I, yeah. I consider them like on that level too i know a lot of people like them but i'm like they fucking suck <laughs> i never liked them yeah <laughs> yeah but rj good yes Eminem, explain to us why this song why this song uh, I just feel like it, it mixed with a little better with some of the older or the other stuff that I have on the mix. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and then I was like, versus like if I put the real Slim Shady on there or a track that you guys never heard of, he has his style that's different from this. Yeah, his infinite. So it wouldn't have mixed as well. Do you think? And that- I was like, I could. I, well, I can easily just. I was going to say I could do a mix where it's like these are the biggest. Selling artist from the Detroit mm, Kid Rock would be on. Mm-hmm. Literally, it would be like Eminem. If he wasn't included, it'd be a shame. It'd be like it'd be like Danny Brown, Eminem, Big Sean. Um, and I, I don't D twelve like purple pills. No, not D twelve. <laughs> That's a pretty big song. Uh, the, the, they are not big. Well, they are not no, <laughs> they are for sure. Not, but they would yeah. be the big artists. So like Big Sean would a ba. Ba would a ba. Kid Rock had his little, his little era, but <laughs> little whatever. Era. Whatever Big Sean does, I don't know. I've never heard a Big Sean song in my life. Oh no, Big Sean's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> He's everywhere. I haven't heard of him. Heard a big pun. I heard a big pun. I don't know a big pun song. <laughs> big pun. Didn't he die? Is he the one that died? No, that's that big that's no. the notorious big pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The greatest of all puns. Yeah. <laughs> Super Nintendo, my name is Pun. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So you wanted to, so you chose a song that was mixed with the other songs. Well, yes, and I was like, you know what? They probably haven't heard, listened to much of the first Eminem when he was slowly trying to get out into the the scene a little bit and become popular. So I was like, I'll throw this one on. I'd be and curious like if if anyone's had that conversation with him before and like interviews or anything, because I don't know if Eminem has ever done anything long form. That would be amazing. I would be all over that if he was on any podcast for three hours. You know. Um, but yeah, I don't know if he's, I mean, he might do like some BET style yeah. interview or something. Some it would have to be stuff. through his shady records yeah. thing. Yeah. He'd have to do it on his shady four or five radio station. Cause he has that. Oh, well, is, is, that, it, on, is that, is that a uh, that's sway in the morning, right? Yeah, that, that's the way. So he would probably do an interview on there. Yeah. Mm. I think that's like a, that's a pretty long show. Oh, I'll okay. do an interview. Yeah. If I can, if, if I was allowed to listen to it. Yeah. If it's on Sirius XM, fuck those guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can see YouTube clips of like the bars of death or whatever they call it. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Or just their freestyle thing. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. Haven't they do it. like a freestyle challenge where like the beat changes every 60 seconds or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like some people are super good and then you see some people like Iggy Azalea that it's like, oh, you're not a rapper. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> Get out. But I would love to hear if someone has or, like, I would love to hear someone talk to him about, be like, because listening to this, it is so drastically different. And I want to know, like, you could say, like, oh, that's because Dr. Dre stepped in, right? But the thing is, like, he kept that Eminem sound for the rest of his career. Yeah. He didn't change his sound at all, as far as I know. Maybe I'm wrong. His story for this was... Initially, he was coming out with this, and a lot of people were like, "You, you sound like the white, like, like a tribe called Quest. You sound like the white Nas." 
you're not going to make it. Ah. So he's like, fuck all you guys. I'm going to start talking about death. I'm going to start talking about rape. I'm going to start this. I need to create another still, me. You can well, still yeah, do yeah. that. So this. he did that as, and then he's like, I'm not Eminem, initials for Marshall Mathers. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to be a new alter ego. I'm going to be the slim shady. I'm going to be like somebody doesn't want to freestyle against me. No one wants to mess with me. I'm a new guy. So he created the Slim Shady. And then he just made the Slim Shady LP, EP. And that's the one that he heard. Uh, and they're just like, we want to sign him. Hmm. Yeah, that's well, interesting. You yeah, can still talk about all that shit, but have a different sound. But in the 90s, people <laughs> yeah. just were like, you're not going to make it because you're the white guy. Here. That is interesting, though, because if he stuck with this sound, like he, he would be the white. He would have white not told him that Quest. because... They should have said to him, you will make it because you are the white guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just being in like in Detroit, you'll well, probably be like, yeah, yeah no one's sure. going to buy any of this <laughs> To that person's credit, there's like Ill Bill and Necro and the, a bunch of other people in that. I think it's a New York scene mm-hmm. that are that do the same thing. They talk about rape and like murder and like killing family members and like just gross Stuff it's like shock rap, but in the same way that Eminem does shock rap, yeah, like but similar shock, subject you know, matter, but his but shock it's hip hop beats. Eminem shock rap seems real though. Yes, so does Ill Bill and Necro. Like, oh, okay. see, it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like similar to his style, but the beats are straight up hip hop beats, like MF Doom beats. Mm-hmm. You know, with somebody rapping, like they're talented. I like them, but. uh he would have just been one of them. It's like, why aren't Ill Bill and Necro like Eminem? Because they were out in the mid nineties also and still making music to this day, but nobody knows who they are. So he did something by changing his sound to make it unique to him. Teaming up with Dr. Dre. Why not now? You know, like why does, why not go back to it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't, I don't know too much about Eminem, but like, could you imagine like that Godzilla song? Oh, and it sounds different than my name is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he had the, the rap God song. Like there's certain songs that he's come out with that are a different style. not necessarily yeah. like good. But could you imagine him working with the Alchemist? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. listening to no, this song, has... I was like, oh, this motherfucker could actually because I know he features on other people's yeah. shit, which is fine, which I like a lot of his features because it's like, oh, you're actually doing something you sound not like eminem because it's someone else's music you know i mean he changed his voice too yeah his voice is the same like the the pitch of it is the same but the way he uses it mm-hmm. as after this is different i listen to this song and i love this song yeah it's fucking and great it's insane for me to ever like an eminem song yeah that's why i was so happy when i heard this i was like RJ, you fucking got him, bro. You yeah. got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the song. It's a great song. So it's I listened to I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to a little bit more off the Infinite EP because it's on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah and you can find it on there. It's all pretty similar. Like this is a oh, sounds great. Possibly, the, I think this might be the best song on there out of everyone I've heard. Um, but th- this song sounds like an old atmosphere song. Yeah. Like the chorus of it mm-hmm. is straight up an old atmosphere song. And that's what I like about it. But they do it. He does it better than atmosphere. And there's something really smooth about like the, just the. Smooth, like, smooth is the right word. 
because yeah. he's not overextending himself at all in the song. Whereas like yes. later Eminem, yeah. he's just like, I'm either going to go really fucking hard and stagnant with the way that I'm delivering this or I'm going really fucking fast and I don't care at that point. Yeah. His <laughs> rhyme scheme in this is amazing. Yeah. Like the way he put like, which I've always known Eminem is a, like a great lyricist. I've always heard that, but I can't get past the 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 corny songs as i see them you know like the the shocking songs you know like i appreciated uh the song stan for what it was at the time like i'm like that's because of the writing yes exactly like i've always appreciated what he can do but i just don't like the like the execution of it and in this it really allowed me to like immerse myself in what he does and listen to like the rhyme scheme and his lyrics and like the way he, you know how you just usually have like an A, B, A, B rhyme scheme or whatnot. This is all over the fucking place. Like he's rhyming like the middle of a syllable with the end of a line, like three lines later. It's like you can see where it, it all lines up. It makes it interesting. Like not too many people do that. I feel like Kendrick Lamar does that a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. But the people that do that really stand out. And he does that on a bunch of other songs as well on the later stuff. Yeah. To me, there's like listening to the song. I was like, there's some weird alternate reality out there where he stayed Mm. with this. Yep. And then Kanye finds him. Oh, (laughs) right. Like there's some weird alternate reality where like, instead of Dr. Dre, a different producer finds him because he stays consistent for the next seven to, to eight years being an underground hip hop guy in the Midwest mm-hmm. and somehow Kanye then finds him. And then he's just this completely yeah. different dude at that point, still famous, still giant. Cause I think talent, no matter what the talent will like rise to the top, Yeah, but it's just a matter of him staying consistent in this sound. And then I just, I think that there's another reality out there, RJ, where Kanye found Eminem. <laughs> yeah. It's like Yuri Petroska staying yeah. in Ryzen <laughs> exactly. until he's good enough to be in the UFC. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I do wish that he saw, like, Dr. Dre and was like, I don't like your sound and I want to go with something else. Because he, he was on to something here. Yeah. Really. It's just he like really you're was. saying, Kanye West wasn't out there yet. Mm. Kanye West hadn't revolutionized hip hop at that point like there yeah. was he nothing else to an accident yet no exactly mm-hmm. he hadn't been through the wire yet yeah um <laughs> yeah uh there's something like i guess dr dre was like the biggest name in hip hop at the time maybe Nah, uh, this is like, well he was symbolic is, of hip hop this is going into jay-z prime okay so i think this is late 90s so this would have been at the end of like you know in the beginning of the 90s you had the tupacs you had the biggies that all died down yeah but dr dre snoop dogs were still huge names dr dre was huge but he did he come out with anything between the chronic and 2001 no No. or was he just producing no No. both him and ice cube did the same thing where they had like a lot of good shit in the early 90s and then just kind of like took the next five to ten years off disappeared Started acting. Yeah. The- Same with Snoop Dogg. Because I think Do- yeah. Doggy Style comes out in like 93 or something. And then like he doesn't have another album for almost like eight to ten years. You drop it like it's hot in his next one. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was making the point about um, like Marilyn Manson's got a lot of stuff going on right now. If you haven't heard. Oh, sick. No, no. Bad stuff. Like 
Oh, he's even sicker. He's being taken to court on like rape charges. Oh, that makes like sense. Thirty years ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally makes sense. Like, I'm not surprised by any of it. Talk about big pun. Yeah. Did you Did you listen to him when he was on Marin years ago? No. He's just drunk. Oh, God. Like he showed up to Mar- to the interview with Marin just completely drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody said like. He was supposed to die when he was 33, you know? Yeah. Like, he shouldn't have lived this long. Like, people like that. And you kind of feel that way about, like, these gangster rappers, too. Because you see Snoop Dogg, you know, like, doing Twitch streams, playing Madden. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck are you? Like, you used to be Snoop Dogg. You used to kill people. What was that? The lady that got arrested and she has, like, a cooking show. Martha fucking Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Him and Martha yeah. Stewart have a fucking show. Martha Stewart's also spent more time in prison than Snoop Dogg ever has. Like, <laughs> what is this world? You know, yeah. like Ice Cube is in Are We There Yet? You know, Hell like yeah. it's a fucking <laughs> joke. Like all this stuff. Dr. Dr. I don't know what Dr. Dre is. Like he just falls into the wayside, I guess. No, but these beats, like gangs. Yeah. Beats by Dre. Yeah, and then maybe another <laughs> yeah. millions of dollars. But like these billions. were gangster rappers, and billions now they're just like, eh. like, but like they're pop culture icons. Yeah, they're business. So, yeah, it was exactly. Time. It was a time frame. Yeah, I don't know who's the first one out of that who like laid the groundwork to be like, oh no, you get to have a career, like a legitimate career if you invest your money. It might have been Dr. Dre. He might have been think- like the guy. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of the point is, like, a lot of these people, like, a lot of these guys live in that lifestyle, like, actual gangster rappers. Mm -hmm. Probably didn't think they would live past 33. No. So it's interesting when they do get past that point and they're like, oh, shit, like, I made this music. I can't keep making this music and, like, living the life that I was because I'm, you know, richer than richer than like living that lifestyle so i gotta make some kind of transition you know they do try like dr j he came out with an album like within the last five six years came out with compton that flopped yeah and it's just because hip-hop doesn't wait for you yeah uh i I listened to it i did not like it but like Nas is like one of the only guys that like he made an album last year and everyone loved it for some reason i couldn't stand it Hmm. And he's like one of the few guys that's able to do that, but no one else does that, you know. So mm-hmm. if he would have came out like with his Compton, whatever else he might have came out with, like literally in two thousand two, two thousand three, they would have probably been the biggest sellers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's what happens with with hip hop. It just seems like like if you're just not current, no one cares. Which is what is interesting about Kendrick, right? Because like mm-hmm. his album's supposed to come out this year, then hmm. hopefully people care. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the hype has died down for Kendrick, but like, I think it I feel like with him, I mean, but what happened after To Pimp a Butterfly? Because that wasn't like a, I mean, it did well, but people that listen to Kendrick and like Damn aren't, you know, referencing To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. So he really got big before that with like Good Kid Mad City, just with a few songs, Mm -hmm. like a few singles. Came out with the Pimp a Butterfly and like nobody really cared about it, but it got great reviews. Then came out with Damn. So I think well he was he was considered like what is it called? Uh, uh, fuck, can't think of the word that they use for them talking about like actual issues. Um, oh, 
They have yes. hard knock life. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, they just have a specific word for how they refer to him as in hip hop, which is like with Tyler the Creator, they're like he's a shock rapper. With Kendrick, he's a um, he talks about these big social social rapper or something. Yeah, like that, conscious you know? conscious rapper. That's what. It yeah. Like. And at, there's since he's done that, there's other people that do that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's really nothing that's been happening the past few years <laughs> that he comment on, I guess. So, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, but that's why, like, I'm curious if it's if there's other people that have done it to the extent that now no one wants that. Because if you look at, like, what's really popular right now, right, with Lil Baby and Dub Baby and Future and Young Thug and all that stuff, like, they yeah. don't. They, they're not conscious rappers. <laughs> yeah, because you had your J. Coles being on the radio for a while. Yeah. Who was that conscious rapper category? But fucking talking singles. about singles. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, I forget what that song is called. Where he's just talking about how like Kanye used to be cool. Like Kanye <laughs> used to be like a legitimately good like person and like seemed like a <laughs> good human being, but now yeah. like no one knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He misses the old Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess Logic is in that category, too. He had that, like, suicide song. Yeah. Um, which was, con- you know, social commentary, like, conscious rap, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, it is, like, a little bit... We're getting into, like, the the new version of hyphy rap, I guess. Yeah. Which is good. Back to fun hip-hop. Yeah, back to fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, which, it's weird how these cycles happen. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but regardless, great opening track, RJ. Great. Very Thank happy you. to hear this song. Yes. Oh, I want to say that I listened to uh, some other Eminem songs off the uh, like a couple other albums, or maybe just off of the Slim Shady LP. And it had like a lot of the singles, like a lot of the hits that I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't like this song. I know that I don't like this song." <laughs> Went to the next. So I found like three songs on there that I felt were the closest to this song. Um, I don't know if you know these, Mike, but if I had. Like that one. Oh, I know. I love that song. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, then just don't give a fuck. It's like that was good. That was actually his first single off the EP that he made for. Oh, really? That was, he made a music video for that with aliens and shit. It was weird. The EP is <laughs> not on Spotify, is it? No. Okay. No. Um, and then, yeah, rock bottom was like okay. Similar ish. So those were all on his previous EP. Really? Then he came back to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is like, we'll reproduce those to make them sound better. And then I need something to put on the radio. So he's like, oh, I guess I'll make my my name is. Yeah. Dr. Dre's like, yeah, those are all good, but I'm going to fuck up your sound. So, (laughs) well, no, he's like, we're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, those were all like yeah. the, the three like top like the big songs on his EP. Can you just say na 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 over and over? <laughs> Can you do that for a song? Because it's gonna be sick. Chick Compton. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, but those are those three songs were like on his first EP. Really? So he had those okay. before he made the LP. I'm curious to listen to that EP now. It's yeah. on the internet. Like there's like yeah. I think two three other songs that were on that that are not on the yeah I'll LP. check that out you just gotta do a deep dive so I know you have infinite on vinyl and I'm gonna listen to that yeah I think you do right I hope I do <laughs> I'm pretty think, sure you do I think it was one of those eBay's where they're like seven hundred dollars I was like yeah I'm not paying that no I think I think you got it but you didn't know if it was a legit oh, copy probably, of it yeah, or not probably. it might just be like the Beach Boys with the M <laughs> M&M and M sticker on it I like how you used eBay as like a verb. Yeah. One of those eBay's. <laughs> one of the, one of them eBay's. 
You don't do that? It's just like using the Spanish word. I'm in the Spanish bathroom, word, got like, raped solely by an eBay. <laughs> now it's an L. That's RJ's chingolera. <laughs> like the Spanish word for like that thing over there. It's like, oh, it's a chingolera. <laughs> so, yeah. That's one of those Ebays, you know? Like, how, this guy came into work, he's total eBay. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Like, did he think it was hot or did, was he a dick? I don't get it. He's my like, eBay. Know, he's a fucking eBay. Uh, j- just for some, some facts. Like, that sounds racist. I don't know if you said this, though, but originally I think he was born in Missouri. Mm. That sounds right. Versus, you know, Detroit. But then he <laughs> moved there at a young age. But he used to be, in 1996, he was known as... MC double M, Sick. then then turned it to M, you know the little and sign mm-hmm. M, and then people were like, "That's kind of like the candy. You're going to get sued. You should change your name." <laughs> Is the candy? It's like, <laughs> it's so like then, an eBay. You then candy's like me. <laughs> I think that if he rapped and he was just like, "Check out my skills," and they're like, "All right, candy, you got to change your name." Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if he's like. Well, let me ask you, who was first? <laughs> like, uh, the candy. All right, I'll back off then. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so moving on from Eminem, we've got Grown Up by Danny Brown. Uh, this is a single coming out <laughs> two minutes and 19 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Dewan Sewell, known as Danny Brown, American Danny rapper. Brown. He's described by MTV as one of rap's most unique figures in recent memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be doing Danny Brown voice for the rest of this. I disagree with that quote. I think that oh. might have been true five, six, seven years ago. I don't know mm. if that's still true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 2010, after amassing several mixtapes, Brown released his uh, debut studio album, The Hybrid. Brown began uh, to gain major recognition after the release of his second studio album, Triple X, which received cripple, uh, critical acclaim and earned him such accol- accolades as Spin, as well as Metro Times Artist of the Year. Uh, in 2013, he entered U.S. Billboard charts with the release of his third studio album, Old, which reached number 18. Uh, in February 2012, Brown was featured first on the cover of the publication The Fader in its 78th issue, uh, teamed up with uh, Scion AV to release a new song titled Grown Up. The music video for Grown Up, later released on August 20th, was also presented by Scion. Uh, in 2012, it was rumored that Brown was working on a new album titled Danny Johnson to be entirely produced by Johnson & Johnson. But Brown later denied these rumors and confirmed that the album had already been released for free in 2010. Wait, the vaccine company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they recalled that. That's probably what happened to his album, too. <laughs> um, 2012, Brown is featured on the soundtrack for the film The Man with the Iron Fists on the title track TikTok alongside fellow American rapper Rick Wan. Uh, Pusha T was there as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, I've listened to Danny Brown before. I've listened to this song before. I'm not the biggest fan of Danny Brown, but I like this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you find him more recently or uh, previous Uh, to your... I had listened to him before. um, Okay. And then recently I listened to him. I was like, "Ah, I I understand. I kind of have an idea of what you're doing. Um, I don't really care for your voice too much. 
Yeah. His voice is nuts. Yeah. He's the Adderall Admiral. <laughs> yeah. So he's an interesting dude because, like, his earlier stuff is just completely influenced by his Adderall and Xanax addiction. <laughs> and he's just very open about it. Like, yeah. he's just a straight up crackhead, and I love it. And I love his voice, but it did take some, like, getting used to. Yeah. But I think Grown Up was the song that, like, did it for me and got me into Danny Brown. And then ever since then, I was like, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. I mean, he's got like a six minute song about eating pussy and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I, well, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> more about that later. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think I, this past week, uh, cause I hadn't listened to him. I, uh, any of his more recent stuff. I think I put on his last album. And I was like, man, that's that one's fine. Atrocity Exhibition's great. Yeah. I like that one. I love Triple X. Triple X is great. I love yeah. Triple X. Yeah. Oh. RJ? So this song, um, it was one of the, I, I don't remember. I know Devin showed me him, but I also heard him from a coworker. So I don't know who was first in that, and I just didn't like comprehend. But I remember my coworker was like, you don't know Danny Brown? Listen, listen. He throws on Triple no, X I know to me. Chris Brown. <laughs> the only Browns I know are Chris Brown. <laughs> and he threw it he on beat Rayana. <laughs> and I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> honestly, I did just. I had no clue what was going on. I was like, he's making weird noises. He's screaming, and I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. So literally, we just, just kind of listened to this whole album, and I was like, that was that was very intense. Whatever this Danny Brown's doing, yeah, <laughs> but. But he is just a character. And then he's like, "All right, this is what he looks like." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's somebody on meth." Previously, <laughs> yes. this was 2010. Danny yeah. Brown missing the teeth with the afro. You yeah. Google search yeah. it, and you're like, "Oh, that's who is making that sound." This makes it that much better. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big boy now. Yeah. He's put on big. a lot of weight. Okay, cut his hair and okay. stop doing Adderall. Like he's. He's an interesting character. Like I, I like the character of him altogether. But um, it's definitely changed from those early albums. But I yeah. think Devin showed me this song, then showed me the music video. I love the music video; it's just fun. I was like, "All right, this is not the Danny Brown that I know, if anything." But I was like, "I just like this song, and it's it's catchy, and it kind of introduces to Danny Brown." And that's why I was like, oh, "I want it on here because it kind of has kind of a similar style." So I was like, I, I want to throw that on there. But side note real quick. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to Big Sean? Uh, Mike, have you? Yes. Have you heard his uh, the, the Detroit one that he made? Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, have you heard the dedication from, uh, what's that song, by Dave Chappelle? No. It's like a talking track by Dave Chappelle just kind of showing their love towards Detroit. I don't remember. And hmm. he's just like, literally just like, hey, I'm Dave Chappelle. Just kind of like, you know, I just want to show my love. Detroit's such a crazy, awesome city. Always love it. He's like, I remember one time I came to do a show here. And literally this guy just walks backstage. I'm Danny Brown. So he's like, you want to smoke? And he's like, of course I want to smoke. <laughs> I did not know who Danny Brown was at that time. Did not know he was the Adderall Admiral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he laced that shit. I guarantee it. I was so fucked up. Went on stage. And I 
bombed. I was terrible. I knew it. I literally halfway through my set, I see Danny Brown walking out, walking out the door, being like, oh, this show sucks. What the fuck? And he's just like, but I still came up. You guys still cheered me on. I love Detroit. I love all the other work that I had. But you know what? Danny Brown, he's a crazy motherfucker. But you know what? Honestly, Detroit. He dosed <laughs> Dave Chappelle with possibly crack. Yeah. But he's like, I bombed. I knew I bombed. And I did not know Danny Brown's previous work. If I would have heard it, I would have been like, I'm going to bring my own stuff. And I smoke. <laughs> blown after, blown after, blown after, blown. But I heard that and I, I, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, that's funny. Danny Brown. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Last last week before you uh, sent this mix, RJ, I had just listened to Big Sean and Jay Dilla for the first time. Uh, oh, Jay yeah. Dilla. Yeah. Which Jay Dilla, I guess he's, he's not technically dip. on this mix, but he kind of is. He is. Jay Dilla adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the adjacent. And also, I mean, you know, influenced by. Yeah, I was going to say, he's throughout the whole he's mix. Everywhere. I'd say minus this song. This is. This is, this is similar to Jay Dilla, but this is the least Jay Dilla song yeah. on the mix, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to track number three, we've got Jackson's by Apollo Brown um, off of Sincerely Detroit. Um, I, there's a couple of other people, Seven the General, Nick Speed, and Big Tone. Um, <clears throat> Eric Vincent Stevens, better known professionally as Apollo Brown, American record producer from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, he's a member of the hip-hop group Ugly Heroes, uh, alongside Red Pill and Verbal Kent, and has released numerous collaborations with the likes of Guilty Simpson, O.C., Raskas, Skazu, and Planet Asia. Don't know any of those. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, Nicholas Marcel Speed, American rapper, producer, and disc jockey from Detroit, Michigan. Um, he's also produced tracks for 50 Cent, uh, Tal Kuali, some other people, Danny Brown. Um, I think he's Nick Speed, right? N- Nick yeah, Speed that. and Big Tone. Nick Speed, yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot of information about these guys. Uh, they've been around for a while. Um, I had listened to um, Apollo Brown recently. Um, but yeah, I like this. I like this song a lot. I like this album a ton. Really? Yeah, this album's fucking mm. fantastic. Yeah, I've heard a ha- handful of stuff on there. I just heard this one. I was like, I like the beat on this one. Yeah. And it has other people from Detroit, too. So I was like, I'll throw them on. Yeah. They'll get rock still. Because I think <laughs> originally I found Seven the General, I think his name is, and I was just mm-hmm. like, all right. And I kind of followed him from the lack there of information I could find on him. And somehow it linked up to Apollo Brown. I was like, who's this guy? I looked him up. I was like, oh, you're Detroit. Perfect. He's yeah. kind of like an eBay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hear by the eBay that he plays in the background. Yeah, like I, I eBayed this song <laughs> to listen to it. And... Yeah, I had never heard of this guy before. Yeah, um, how'd you f- find him? Did you listen to him before, or were you looking for uh, him the through the Detroit Detroit stuff? artist? Okay, and Seven the General came up, and then I started trying right. to find information on him, and then I found a Powell Brown, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was working on a mix that uh, there's a track that i can't reveal yet but uh that gets me to apollo brown it's, oh, okay I, I just love spotify because of that like it yeah. just sends you like you can find these links that like oh this is how i got to this person <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there was a, a website called all music back in the day and still around it's just not as good yeah but, but i used 
to use that all the associated artists and then just download the fuck out of them on Napster or Kazaa. And that was like my go-to resource for finding, like just going down the rabbit hole of music. Spotify does a similar thing, but their algorithm, like with these big artists, um, like if you were trying to find like Danny Brown, like similar artists, it's it goes down a different way because it just shows like more popular style artists, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you really got to look at like the mixtapes that they make, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, well, also the radio too. That's also helpful. Yeah. Like if you go like into, just the autoplay thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, just they they'll have playlists like Danny Brown's radio, and it's just similar artists to Danny Brown. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, this song, this was probably the most Jay Dilla sounding song on the mixtape, but that's like, this is the first time I noticed in the mixtape. I was like, this sounds familiar. And this kind of like sets the tone for all of these songs. It has like a a Jay Dilla-esque feel to it, which that's the only way I could describe it. And I don't know if that's the Detroit sound or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I like the song. It was really good. It reminded me of a hip hop version of My Block by Scarface. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody remembers that song. <laughs> so similar to it, but like it was like if a tribe called Quest was out in the 2000s and did a cover of My Block. Like it's a, it's a lot smoother. Yeah, I think uh, but it, yeah, it has the same like a uh, feel to it, I guess, the same rhythm. Yeah, I think this I think this album's 2019, I want to say. Yes. Okay. It's yeah. 2019. Yeah, it was it was a good song. I will say it was the easiest one for me to space out on. Um huh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. But, but because if it was a bad song, then I just I would notice how bad it is. Yeah. But this one was the easiest one for me to just settle into and just let it play. Mm-hmm. You know, so far like Eminem, I was like, okay, got to hear Eminem yeah. because I, I hate him. And, you know, I want to know why I like this song. So I focused on that one. Um, Danny Brown. I love Danny Brown. But, yeah, the, this one was just, like, spacing out for a little bit for, for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really my only semi-negative thing to say about it because I loved everything else about it. Like the <laughs> dude's voice. Yeah. I don't know who's who. That was my uh, my only other gripe with it was, like, the features on it. Kind of blended together. Yeah. I think the first guy is the seventh in general, and then the other two, I don't know who they are. Okay. So th- One I of just them's noticed... a producer, I think. The, like a Paula Brown. Paula Brown's producer. Yeah, but there's another oh. producer on there too. That's Nick Speed. Yeah. So I don't okay. know if they're both producing or if they're just like, I'm going to rap on this one. I don't, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't listen to anything else by him yet, but I was planning on listening to this album. Yeah, this album's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I listened to like five, six songs, and I was like, all right, I can get into this and just never – I haven't gone back, but I want to. Yeah, so my only problem with all these rap songs with features, like if the artists sound similar, why That's are you putting them on the same track? Yeah. You know, like we need – I need a Kendrick Lamar song with Danny Brown because they're so distinctly different, you know, which there is a song like that. But they're so different. You can pick them out, and it makes it memorable. That's why I like Flatbush Zombies because they have like Michi Darko on there who's – got such a unique voice like that jamaican sounding voice yeah like brockhampton has it also there's mm-hmm. a, like uh like a south african guy on there and you're like oh there's so many different voices 
around this, it makes sense to have all these features on it. Otherwise, Ooh. just put one person on there. Brockhampton fits with this mix. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> I don't know where they're from, though. Yeah. I want to say East well, they're, well, I want to say like Pennsylvania. They're weird like that. I think it was like Arizona or something because they're a, they're technically the first hip hop boy band. Right. Which is what they refer to themselves as. So they're like um Oh, I think you are right on Arizona. I think they're I a collection when I of, was when I found them the other week. Yeah. They're I don't know if you can really say that they're a specific sound, like a a, a regional sound, but they definitely Texas. have this sound. Texas? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they for sure have whatever whatever this sound is. Yeah. They've got it. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, all right. So moving on, we've got Expressive by Slum Village with BJ, the Chicago Kid, and Illa J off of uh, the album The Source, which came out in 2019. It's track number six off the album coming at three minutes and 29 seconds. This album's a little confusing looking up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Spotify, of course. It's not in their Wikipedia page. I don't like the album cover, and I feel like that has something to do with it. You <laughs> well, know, and the or Slum Village, they have a re- they're like the game. They're like we've got like twenty five albums, not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and so like I don't know what if it, if it was a release thing because the album's on iTunes. But that album doesn't like, and when you search Slum Village, the source, like the album populates, but it's not listed under their discography in Wikipedia. Hmm. Yeah, I try to look up that information too. and Yeah, I have no idea why. I don't know if it has to do with Jay Dilla. Um, Maybe it's a mixtape and it's one of the rare mixtapes that made it onto Spotify somehow. Because if you look at um, Spotify's, they'll have literally like their... What's their first album called? Ah, drawing a blank. Like maybe this um, album actually came out in 2002. Yeah, but, but then they did the remake <laughs> or something, added yeah. new songs, so they changed the name or something. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh, the Fantastic they did uh, for their was their first album back whenever. Because they have like and three of those, right? Then it's like Fantastic Volume 2, Volume 0, <laughs> Fantastic Spread, like Fantastic. Yeah. So it's like those are all different, but I wonder same. if it's a compilation. It might be. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Actually, that's probably what it is. I mean, of course, there's a lot of people on there. A lot yeah. of people on there. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But Slum Village from Detroit, group formed by rappers Baton, or Betin, however you say that, uh, T3 plus rapper and producer Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla left in 2001 to pursue a solo career with MCA Records. Um, Els High joined the Elsie joined in his absence. Um, after which Batin uh, also left due to his health complications following Jay Dilla's death in 2006. Uh, and Batin's death in 2009, T3 remains the sole surviving member of the original lineup. Who's the other guy? Elsie? Elsie? No. Batin? I Mike, it, do you know? But the, but so I the only it's... current members right now are T3 mm-hmm. and Young RJ. Nice. Young RJ? And I'm old RJ. I'm so old. <laughs> That's my only joke that I wanted to He do. might be older. Uh, yeah. yeah. But well, I, I was just... Illa J? 
No, Illajay left. That oh, okay. is uh, Dillajay's yeah. brother. What if RJ just read yeah. it wrong? He's like Illajay, oh, young no. RJ, producer, <laughs> producer, young RJ. Yeah, young RJ and oh, yeah. um, T three are the only members in Slum Village right now. Huh. Nice. I wonder if that has anything to do with RJD two. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Batin Elzy. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, everyone else died. Um, so I had never heard of Slum Village before, and when as soon as they came on, I was like, "How have I not heard these guys before?" And then I looked them up. I was like, "How have I never heard?" There's of these so guys much, before? so yeah. much by them because I I've been listening to a lot of BJ the Chicago Kid recently because right? I fucking love love yeah. that love that it's fucking fantastic and so like i loved this song fucking loved it and i listened to more of their stuff and i, I like from what i've heard a lot of it but hmm apparently illa j is jay dilla's brother Young, yeah. younger brother yeah younger, younger brother. brother okay oh, sorry i was spacing out <laughs> all these names i was like i don't know who the fuck's who uh um yeah this uh it was a. Uh, BJ the Chicago Kid is like the only one that I have heard yeah. on this uh, on the song, but I've heard the name Slum Village for years mm. and never listened to them. Very close and, to Spillage Village. <laughs> yes. You know what? I think when Spillage Village came on, uh, I thought it was Slum Village, and I'm like, this is what I've been missing? Very similar to Spill Canvas. <laughs> just like the sp- <laughs> just like sunsets and car crashes. The yeah. tide, the tide all over. Oh, yeah. And then there was three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of, yeah, there's only three members left. Yeah. <laughs> Count them, three members left in the band. How will we go on? How will we continue to rap? <laughs> There's young RJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this song was awesome. Yeah, I love the like. This is this reminded me a little bit of the Atlanta stuff because it had that funk influence, like that bass line going mm-hmm. throughout it. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, it's funky ass shit. I like this, and the. the the artists on this were distinct enough for me to tell them apart. So it made sense to have, you know, different rappers on it. I was like, cool. I think that was this one. Yeah. 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 You could tell. Um, but yeah, overall it's just a cool song. Like the whole, this one, I felt like stood out from the other songs, but also blended in. Yeah. That's because of the BJ, the Chicago kid influence. Like it has that, like, just that undertone that's there that's like that funk jazz influence yeah it's like yeah i hear i hear it yeah it was like if and i don't know if the detroit sound has anything to do with like motown yeah which would make sense a lot of motown Motown came from detroit bro oh yeah that's what i'm saying it would make sense but the detroit or the atlanta stuff had a lot of motown influence as well but then they atlantified it you know so this reminds me of like a, a lo-fi version of an Atlanta hip-hop group or something. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, like it's just a little bit different, but... Yeah, I I made the mix that I was going to be doing for this week, the whole thing is like this song. And so I heard mm. the song, I was like, all right, RJ, I'm going to set this mix aside and do something else. <laughs> I'm going to just take a break. Okay. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Interesting, because... My other note that I had on it, which might have to do with your mixtape, 
you don't have to say yes or no, but I would love to hear the Odd Future version of this song. Ooh, interesting. With Frank Ocean singing yeah. the chorus. That'd be cool. Because he like it was a very sing-songy chorus, and I'm like, oh, Frank Ocean would be perfect for this. And the Odd Future style of this whole song, if they just... Uh, like nobody covers rap songs, but if they did, that'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, RJ, how did you come to Slum Village? Just on your search for Detroit? Yes, I've I've heard the, the name Motor before. Yeah, the Motor City. Yes, uh, I kind of just home improvement. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I I heard their name before, and it's one of those. I'm it's played before with other mixes and stuff I've listened to. So I, I knew of them, but I had never really like dove deep into them. Um I was kind of come village before though, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I knew you were a fan of them. Her dump village. Dump <laughs> and come dumpster village. <laughs> and what, I think I was just like scrolling through like what can I put on here? I was like I want something with like mainly people from like you know uh, like Michigan, I was like, all right, what can I find? So I started going through, and then I just literally saw his name. I'm like, BJ. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, it's not BJ Michigan. <laughs> and I was like, it's BJ Chicago. And I was like, you don't know who the oh. fuck you're messing with, bro. Chicago's <laughs> in Michigan. BJ's name. Right? So the, literally, I like start listening to it, and I was just like, oh, I like this. This is, and I looked at the date. I'm like, oh, this is newer. I was like, I like the baseline. It's it's catchy. It's funky. And I was like, all right, the singer guy, who's he? So I started just listening to their top songs. And I was like, I've heard this guy before on other songs. And I was like, I like his style. I want to go into him even more. But for right now, this is... I want to this, go into him. I want to enter him. Like, <laughs> BJ's just first base. I want to take him to come village. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay, I like this. I'm going to add this to this one and I want to go into it more because yet again, you do have. <laughs> What's that? What's it's a BJ. It's a BJ? It's a BJ. What's happening? You getting beat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that Danny Brown song? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it also has Illa J on it. So I was like, you know, that's dedication to, you know, Dilla, his brother. The D- DJ, I think he also went Ella by. J. Yeah. J-D-L. But I was like, you know what? I like the song. I, I feel like it fits towards everything and it's, you know, overall mix. And I was like, I want this on the mix. I have, I think, three copies of Jay Dilla's Donuts on vinyl somehow. <laughs> and I don't know how I never knew that he was in Slum, Slum Village. Yeah. Like, I just never knew about these guys. I don't know what I associated yeah, with, them, in or them with, but... For some reason, every time I heard the name, I was like, I'm not going to like that. I don't know what it was, but I was like, Slum Village, no, that's stupid. I think I thought it was, they were like the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. I don't it know why. It sounds like that with that name. Right? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Do you know the the cover? What's the name of that one? What? The Black Eyed Peas? Three, co- three copies of? Donuts. Is that the one where he has a hat? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, oh, T.I. made a new record. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not T.I. It's not T.I. So I got into like, I got into beat makers for a while, like producers, and they yeah. just put out, you know, like Jay Dilla has them. Then um, Matt, is it Madlib? Yeah. Madlib has one. Uh, I forgot the other guys that I was just listening to. Like RJD2 was one of them. I'm right here. Different. 
Hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got into those for a while, and somehow I ended up with. I think I was subscribed to a record like club, like Columbia House thing. Oh yeah. And I got multiple copies of Jay Dilla's Donuts, and I was like, okay, I got to cancel this subscription because they're just sending the same fucking record. Every <laughs> month. Like, what's going on? You know what? With I have two hip- copies of Torres too. Was uh, yeah. With hip hop, I would love that at this point in my life. Oh, like a subscription a, service? A, yeah, a monthly subscription record that comes to my house of a hip-hop yeah. artist or group that I've never heard of before. Because I was uh, at a, I was getting tattooed blah, this past week, and they were playing something. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And have you heard of Jetson? No. Yeah, again, oh. it's like some SoundCloud rapper that I was like, this is fucking amazing, and he's got some stuff on Spotify. And I was just like, there's just so much out there in hip-hop. You know, yeah, or just like someone you've never heard of before. The SoundCloud stuff too is crazy. It's like because people know who those people are, but yeah, a lot of them aren't on Spotify and they're not making music videos on YouTube, but they're well known for stuff on Spotify or yeah. on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. So I'm never gonna find that. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> I don't know how to navigate SoundCloud. <laughs> I can't take any more apps on my phone right now. <laughs> I'm at that age where it's like enough's enough. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So last track on here, we got Rise Up by John Connor, featuring Talib Kweli off of uh, the album Unconscious State. Uh, this is track number 15 off that album, coming in at 3 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, John Kevin Freeman Jr., better known as a stage name John Connor, American rapper, record producer. Connor has released various mixtapes. In an album effort during his career, including the Jay-Z inspired the Blue Album and the Eminem inspired the People's Rapper LP. His debut studio album, Unconscious State, was released in 2013. Shortly thereafter, he was signed to Dr. Dre's Aftermath Entertainment from 2013 to 2019, where he did not release an album. In 2015, he garnered notoriety for being featured on Dr. Dre's album Compton, as well as the game's album, the documentary 2.5. Unconscious State is the debut studio album, blah, blah, blah. Um, Let's see here. The album featured guest appearances by Danny Brown, Chris Webby, Freddie Gibbs, Royce 59 Talib Kweli, Willie the Kid, and Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Production was handled by Connor himself. Um, Yeah, I had listened to him featured on the game on that album, but I had never like li- really listened to John Connor. Yeah. Yeah. It was it one of those features where you're like, that was a guy. Yeah. Next song. <laughs> Even listening to like more of his stuff, his voice isn't super distinct. Yeah. So like, I would never be able to point him out in a feature ever. Yeah. But, you know? Yeah, totally. And Tyler yeah. quality sounds fucking weird on this song. He does yeah, not different. sound like Tyler quality. No. Yeah, I was I was confused uh, <laughs> as to who was who, and yeah. I had to like listen to Talib Kweli, and then Slightly listen to this guy higher pitched in this song. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, and then I listened to this guy, and I was like, and like you were saying with the features, I was like, I don't know who's who. It's like I need a baseline. I got to listen to the Freddie Gibbs one. It's like Freddie Gibbs one is a fucking weird ass song. It's like okay, next I'll go to Smoke Dizza. I know what Smoke Dizza sounds like. I don't know which one he is on here. It's like I couldn't figure out who the fuck he is. If he's a producer, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, RJ, how'd you find John Connor? 
So besides, you know, random searches of artists from Detroit and stuff like that, I think he's from Flint, Michigan at this one. Yeah. Um, I kind of just was looking up artists. He popped up, and I got a lot of artists, and I kind of got all their, like, popular songs and skimmed through them. I'm like, don't like it, don't like it, not going to fit. And I kind of found this one, and I was like, all right, this one has Talib Kweli, so I'll throw it on there. Your the second beat. Talib Kweli feature, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to have him on here like as a artist one day. <laughs> Do Blackstar then. Blackstar's yeah. good. Yeah, Hell Blackstar's yeah. Toy. But yeah, um, <laughs> but I was just like, I'm going to throw him on there because I was like, the rest of the it's, the other stuff by him is not my top ten. Yeah, but I was like, I I kind of like it because I feel like just the the flow of this, especially the the hook, the chorus. I was just like, all right, it flows. I I, I enjoy that, and especially as Talib Kweli featured on there. So I was like, I want to throw this on here just to end it, just for whatever this is. Yeah, it for sure fits. It's yeah. towards the end. I was yeah. like, it's just like the fun like little song to kind of complete everything. Yeah, I probably would have put. A Jay Dilla song on, but I, I thought about it. But the, I was literally like two days before the mix, and I was like, "Ah, that's a lot of Jay Dilla." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm not gonna even try to yeah. go through his whole discography." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The brother's good enough for me. <laughs> like, how are there thirty songs on this album? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how'd you feel towards the song, Devin? I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I. Talib Kweli, like that voice threw me off a little bit, but in general, I liked the feel of the song, and I felt that it was like is the same as these other ones in in the in the vibe, but like just different enough to keep the mix interesting. Um, and like as far as the placement of the songs, like this one is fine at the end. I could see some of the other songs at the end also. It's not necessarily like an ending track, but it did end it, uh, it and it ended fine with me. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't night night. It wasn't night night song. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you're gonna find a night night song with these guys. Like, <laughs> so um, yeah, I like the song. I like the feel of it. It was like it was like uh, like the last song was kind of bouncy. You know, like it had that Atlanta bounce to it. And this one was a little bit sharper, which. It just differentiated it enough for me. Um, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I don't know about John Connor, though. I listened to some of his other, like, I listened to the Freddie Gibbs one, the Smoke Dizza one, and the, I think the Danny Brown one. I don't know what, I want to listen to some newer stuff by him to see if, like, he's uh, found a sound or something mm-hmm. or, like, what's going on. I didn't know that he was on Aftermath. So maybe that influences music a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'd like to check this guy out some more. Do you think he's like, I got signed to, you know, with Dr. Dre in Aftermath, and I've heard new Eminem, and I'm not a fan, so I don't want to sing, because he'll be like, yo, I'll be on your album. He's like, I don't want you to be on my album. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing was this, like, this song's from 2013, and it doesn't sound like a song from 2013. Like, it could come out, it could have come out last year and been... Uh, like a decent song, mm-hmm. but I feel like in 2013 it was a really good song. So that's why I'm curious to see what he's been coming out with now to see if he's updated his sound to change with the game, not the rapper, but 
<laughs> with the sound of hip hop. So I'm curious to see if he's, uh, uh, you know, really like followed that at all, or if he's just if he's gonna be like Eminem, just stuck in that sound. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, RJ, uh, why didn't you include Exhibit? <laughs> he could have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could have pimped this mixtape. Could have had. I think Trick Trick was on here too. <laughs> Trick Trick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Any of the D12 people? Why didn't you include Uncle Cracker? He could have been on here too. Only God knows why he didn't. Do that. <laughs> why didn't you include Lizzo? Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. I thought she was British. <laughs> well, they tricked you. <laughs> wow. Born in Detroit, trick. and then she moved yeah. to Houston. Hmm. Yeah. But that would be would that be born in Detroit? <laughs> that would be influenced by Houston. Probably, probably moved to Houston for the barbecue. Ooh, I like the barbecue. <laughs> um, you know what they say about the Barbie? You could have the cool kids, which we talked about the other week. They're, They're cool have. kids. Yeah, yeah. Some cool kids. Fish riding bicycles. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about Lizzo, Mike? Her music. I've Not never her as a really listened to it. To be honest with you, I've listened to like a a couple. I listened to the, the Truth Hurts one. And I think some other song. And Truth I could hurts. See my- <laughs> Truth stinks. <laughs> love, love. <laughs> but it, she, I could see myself getting into her music. Uh, I haven't given her a chance though. It's like Nicki Minaj kind of. Yeah. Like uh, I still haven't given Nicki Minaj a full chance. But yeah, I don't know. Next week maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, RJ, what'd you say was mine? I said you were uh, five favorite song, one favorite artist, least favorite four. Uh, so four is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. One is my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. Five is my least favorite song. Dang, flip those two around. Yeah. Wait, so <laughs> RJ, the way you said it confused me. What did you say? Favorite song, five. Five. Artist favorite one, okay. Least favorite four. Oh, you thought you thought his least favorite was gonna be four. Interesting. You well, I underestimate think... BJ the Chicago Kid. Bro. No, I I saw that as like a Mike song. I yeah. did too. But apparently, but... Not. <laughs> okay. So one, that's why I was confused by sometimes it. Sometimes I do my notes at lunch, and people are like, "RJ, did you make that food?" I'm like, "I'm fucking busy right now. I got my headphones in." Off. Yeah, that's why you, you see the headphones. Like, headphone? You, you see the noise canceling headphones. I do need those. Yeah. Don't be on eBay. I see people Don't talking. I see eBay talking, and I'm just like, yeah. "What? <laughs> hi? Nope. Hi. Okay, I hear you saying hi. You're being a real wayfair right now. <laughs> no, like looking at this, Mike. That would have been your song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. five. Uh, five was your least favorite, Mike. Yeah. Okay. And one was your favorite artist. Yeah. Okay. And then what was Devin's? Four, two, one. Favorite song. Four. Now. Are you sure about that? Now, uh, <laughs> he can't now change we, it. Yeah, yeah he, he can't, can't change it. So four, I'm pretty sure. Four is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. One was my favorite song. Okay. <laughs> favorite artist, two. Favorite artist was two. Okay. And then least favorite was one. <laughs> okay. So the least favorite for me, I have in my notes as three, but it's between three and five. Yeah. And it's not for any reason because I liked them. I liked them both. 
but three was the only one that I like spaced out on and whatnot. But for some reason, I want to listen to that guy more than I want to listen to John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John Connor. Thanks for showing up in the mix. I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, like that song was good, the John Connor Tilly Pulley song. Um, but yeah, three. Yeah. So That's you got our, our, you got the artist right for both of us. Pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> One out of five. Yeah. Uh, RJ, I'm gonna have to be honest with you on this mix. Okay. Okay. Now, if we set aside the uh, Kanye mix, I think this is your best mix that you've made. To be honest, mm. with you. it's a pretty good one. I like yeah, it. I, was I happy think with it, it. it all flows properly. It all sounds like it works together. Mm-hmm. It's got a good name. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a 4.5 on this. Okay. Oh yeah, I think that this is like the strongest. Now, if John Connor, if I had, li- I didn't like hate the song, but if I had liked that song more, then I probably would have even given you higher, just because it's so easy and nice to listen to, and the Eminem song just alone of being like, "Who the fuck is this guy? This is amazing." Four point five. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I feel the same way. Um, I was very surprised by the Eminem song. <laughs> then Danny Brown, I love Danny Brown, so that's great. So there's one song I was familiar with on here that I liked, which is that's a good thing. There's an artist on here that I notoriously hate, and you made me like him. And three songs that I hadn't heard before that I ended up liking, and everything went together. The only thing is, I mean, the title fits, but it was just like, it's like a title for an essay. (laughs) Michigan influenced hip hop. That's what this is. This is a research study for Michigan influenced hip hop. Yeah. I would have liked a title, uh, Detroit Hip Hop City. Yeah. Because I like Detroit Rock City. I like that movie. Yes. (laughs) But they're not all from Detroit. It's not all Detroit. I know. They're not all from Detroit. That's what throws it off. I would have given you credit for it, though. If you had put yeah, the exhibit on here, though. Yeah. Or I could put proof <laughs> on there. Yeah. Proof from D12. Or bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. Shifty McVeigh. <laughs> Any of those. So could I'm you right imagine? I, I like this other mix of Eminem, Kid Rock, Exhibit, and those <laughs> yeah. guys. Could have gone so, in, for some reason, Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm right there with you. Four point six. Nice. This is uh, yeah. strong numbers, RJ. Yeah, it it all went together. Like this is a good mix, um, and I think for you too. Like you hadn't heard a few of the songs. Yeah. So you had discovered something, RJ. Like listening to it, you discovered some new music, which I feel like shows in like a good mixtape. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot, and I would listen to this one again. Yeah, me too. And I would check into like some of these artists and rethink my ideas on Detroit as a city. <laughs> nice. We're two for two with Devin, RJ. Okay. Yeah. Devin talks well, shit about Atlanta and Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's true. I mean, if you can convince me on like Florida rap or something, I, I don't mean, know what like that is. Denzel Curry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Maybe he's just confused. He doesn't know what's going. He doesn't even know what we're doing here. I've got. <laughs> he just shows up. I've got two Florida hip hop guys that are in my back pocket. I'll save those for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know. If, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, Missouri. I already love Missouri rap. Ted Nines from Missouri. <laughs> so is, uh, what is Nelly? Yeah. Hey, is we're going down, Nelly? down, baby. <laughs> North uh, Carolina, got Petey Pablo. What are you giving yourself, RJ? So, I mean, most, I mean, I didn't make this mix, so I do enjoy most of the artists on here. Eminem, fantastic. This needed to be on here. I love this song by Danny Brown. Um, I found the song for number three with Seven the General, whatever his name is, and I was like, all right, I see what he's doing. That's cool. You're Detroit. Paula Brown, I, like you said, I kind of I want to go into it a little more. I'm, I'm yeah. curious what his rest of his you know discography looks like. Yeah, it sounds like um, the whole Slum Village. They're they're very in depth, and I can go so many albums with them <laughs> yeah. like just even with Jay Della and a whole bunch of stuff but they uh, have their unique style they do change from the earlier years to the later years and just kind of who's ever producing it so they're, they're fun mm-hmm. to listen to in general it was a fun fun song in general uh, overall and then we have uh, what is it uh, John Connor I like that I like that song a lot I think it was catchy I mean his little AK-47 <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it, and I liked it at the end. The rest of the stuff I could care less because I think the John Connor and kind of like you know, just, just not wanting to dive more into it. I'm gonna give myself a four point seven five. Damn, Ooh, that's high okay. for you. Yeah. All right, like, you, just because you I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. So what would have like, made this a perfect five for you? Um, it's Kid Rock. <laughs> My like name it, is Kid Rock. If you started the mix of that, ooh. <laughs> oh, that gets me going. I think all the other artists, I was just like, I want to listen to more. John Connor, I did listen to more, and I don't want to listen to more. I heard yeah, it was, yeah. One of the most awkward things ever is we were at a show at the Gilman, and I forget for who, but you're there with a bunch of like hardcore and punk kids, right? And you're standing around. We were waiting for the first band to come on. And on the music in the Gilman, they started playing – my name is kid like that song yeah and everyone was just kind of like looking around at each other like what do we do do we enjoy <laughs> ourselves yeah or do we try to act cool yeah. and then like eventually like a couple people broke it and they just started like singing along to it and i was like I, enjoy yourself <laughs> yeah yeah you only live once yeah. have fun dance <laughs> listen to kid rock who gives a fuck Nobody's watching. Yeah. <laughs> Just do you. That sound guy knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I always love that when I go to like a certain show, it's a certain style of music. Yeah. Like I went to something that was like real down tempo and they played some like Avenged Sevenfold or something. I was like, mm. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like in between sets, yeah. you know how they always have to play something. It's like Avenged Sevenfold between like these acoustic acts. You know, it's funny. It doesn't make it's sense. the one person that's like, fuck this show. Yeah. Where's the real music? Because <laughs> yeah. nails painted black. Yeah, Avenged Sevenfold. Real music. Yeah, bats. Where's Bat Country, bro? <laughs> you know, that's about fear and loathing. Las Vegas. Fucking sick. Love song. A7X till I die. Got a tattoo on my chest. Mm. All right, guys. What's next? What you got? Are we doing hip hop? What, what are we doing? Uh, we're doing hip hop adjacent. Adjacent? I don't okay. know what that means. Just it's just it's not exactly hip hop, but it's somewhere okay. in the world of music. 
Okay. okay. World okay. music. I, I'd hate to stray away from hip hop because I mean we've been on hip hop for the last you know how many. You weeks? gotta trust me on this. And, well, if you, you know what they say, hip hop and you don't stop. That's true. You know. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, so uh, with uh, music is weird, right? Yeah. And sometimes yeah, I get it. you listen to music and you're like, "How is this a thing?" Okay. Like, how is music like this real? Oh, okay. And it's kind of mesmerizing. Mm. And all right, so it's I'm like gonna, a car crash mesmerizing, or like uh, uh, you, like you, a beautiful, like beautiful uh, sunrise on the mountaintop. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest Sick. with you. All right. all right, so I'm going to give you the title, okay, guys? Okay. The, it's a little bit of a mouthful, okay? Okay. Sweet Nothings from the Pied Piper. I have no phone to will. <laughs> um, Sweet Nothings from the Pied Piper. Sweet Nothings from the Pied Piper. Does this have to do with the show Silicon Valley? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if they're all songs with, like, you know, the flute? <laughs> cool. Whatever. Yeah. I love, I, I love flute I'm songs. I'm in. <laughs> I love flautists. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I listened, mm. I heard something, and I and I talked to, I remember I talked to Devin. I'm pretty sure I was talking to you too, RJ, about the thing that I had heard. I was very shocked about this thing that I had heard. And so um, over the last like month and a half, uh, I decided to. I listened to more and then I became even more, uh, uh, I just got the, the Pied Piper. Okay, guys, I just sent so, it to you. Okay. Okay. And you're going to have to trust me I'm, on this journey because it's going to be a journey. Oh, no. After <laughs> liking Eminem. <laughs> oh, no. I'm prepared. No, I haven't no, gotten no, it no, yet. no, 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 no. RJ, you have to listen to this at work. Okay? You have to listen to it at work, and you guys have to pay attention to the lyrics. You have to listen to the lyrics. All right. Because I I haven't, I still haven't gotten it. RJ, let me see your phone. What is it? No, no, you need to get it. I doubt you have heard any of these songs. I doubt it. Because they are deep, and I'm talking deep. I don't think I am. Is this Kid Rock? No. Just, just wait. Just, you, Is it Kid Rock adjacent? You, Ooh, okay. I just got something. You need to look. They are fucking deep. Yeah, I have. I don't know if I've heard any of these. Because there's the hits, and then there's this. Okay. And you're going to have to, you have to listen to the journey that every song mm. goes on. <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. a six-minute song yep. about eating I pussy. I just immediately <laughs> thought of that. All right. All right. Track number one off this mix, just about eating pussy. Just going to say that right now. All right. <laughs> now, it's Oh, those just, aren't normal kisses. <laughs> it's deceiving at first, the kisses. Okay. Just so you know. You have it's, – it's mind-boggling to me. Okay. Because I, I talked to you a month and a half ago, heard real talk. And I was just like, I, like I thought I understood idea. this guy. I thought I understood. And I was just like, and oh, I heard no. real talk. And I was like, what is this? And then I listened to more. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> with some of these songs. I couldn't believe my ears that these songs existed and that people liked them. 
Still, my favorite thing about this is that this is on your wife's account. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I see her name every time, so I'm just imagining like her coworkers just being like, oh, what's Saren listen to? Like, oh, now R. Kelly? <laughs> if you look him up, he is yeah. known as being, it's in there. He's known as the <laughs> Pied Piper. Okay. And when I saw that, I was like, so, oh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> well, he's he's known as the... Oh, I have so many questions. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the lyrics of these songs. <gasps> because just the title, look at the last song's title. Oh, yeah. yeah I saw what that. do you think that song's about? <laughs> I mean, I don't... <laughs> It, I don't think he's talking about jeans. <laughs> but it's also like the songwriting. Just like he's on just a different level, and I don't know yeah. what that level is. And it's just bizarre to me because I had no idea. I really didn't because I know the hits and I know the closet stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah. the closet stuff you just like separate, and that's just like its own thing, right? And then you know uh, all the more hold recent hold stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> So, this seems like th- no, no, no. these five songs would be played in court recently. One hundred percent. Yeah. Remember Mike's realization on life and being like, "You think I'm stupid? Now I know who Kanye West is." Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is who- him finding out. <laughs> yeah, it really. Like is. literally, no. I am a better person now because of this. All right. Well, yeah, uh, because it's like I had no idea. Like when you really actually listen to the- some of the stuff, you're like. This is how is this? How did people love? Like you're talking about, like one of the most influential people in R and B ever. Mm-hmm. Love. Says Boyz II Men. Love. How? How? You're gonna have I to don't tell. Think, I don't think they knew. No, no his. You, there's no music. way. You listen to these fucking songs, bro. I mean, listen I think the they songs. listen to Ignition, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. R. Kelly's the greatest. <laughs> That's it. They didn't listen to anything else. Yeah. That's you, my guess. Yeah. But, the two caveats is you have to listen to the lyrics. You that's like the yeah. main thing. You just have to pay attention to the story that he is telling. Because like a, he is, if anything, he's a storyteller. I'm not on Trapped board with some closet. of his stories. <laughs> but he is straight up just a storyteller. Caveat number two, RJ, you have to listen to this at work (laughs) at least once. Okay. Yeah. I think you should listen to it all day, every day for the next week. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Is this windows up or windows down? It's windows down. I want to see who you attract with this. I'm telling you, you roll up in Orangevale with this windows down, you're getting (laughs) eyes from everyone in a good Mm -hmm. way. Because again, they're like, I got this in my CD player right now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think this is Orange Fail music, actually. Now about it. Yeah. Not the right demographic. No. A little bit too dark for Orange Fail. <laughs> sweet nothings from the Pied Pipers. Mm. I'm excited. Pied Pipers. Oh, I can't wait to have you to listen to your guys' thoughts on because it's just so amazing to me. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you can find the podcast. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can find us on Instagram, Five Song Mixtape. You can find the mixes themselves on Spotify, Five Song Mixtape, all one word. Um, yeah, find um, us on the dark web. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you'll find our. Bump Sorry, and that's grind. just me. That's separate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You can hire us to kill people, whatever. You know, Bitcoin. Yeah. RJ will Dark piss way. on you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, RJ? <laughs> I'm going back to Detroit. <laughs> what? How many Bitcoin you charge for peeing on people, buddy? One whole Bitcoin. Man, that's pricey. <laughs> it is. It's going up. <laughs> Me. My body. Tell me no. Yeah. I don't want to hurt nobody. Gotta confess. Yeah. What is it? What is it, R? What is it, Robert? Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong. Mm. It's so creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> I gotta ask you real quick. Have you heard him singing that song when he did that concert in Africa? Yeah, yeah. You Again, saw that? Yeah. That's the creepiest shit I've ever seen, dude. It, but it doesn't make any. When you listen to these songs, it's like, how are you getting tricked? But he's the Pied Piper. <sighs> yeah, he's the Pied Piper. He's yeah. With his smooth jams. 